Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Hello there and welcome back to the post-production podcast. My name is Rachel. (laughs) And I'm Kiri. (laughs) And this is a podcast run by two women in media who also critique popular works and get on rabbit trails and... I'm going to warn y'all right now, (laughs) I am preemptively slap happy this week. Normally I get gradually more slap happy as the episode goes on, but I have done everyone the favor of coming to the episode tonight already in a weird mood. Yeah, and I I do know my dad and my sister listen to this on a fairly regular basis, and I'm just going to tell you right now, you probably won't like this episode because it's going to be a lot more off the rails than usual, I can already tell. (laughs) Because we are going to be answering questions from our listeners and then playing a game to see how well we know each other. Yeah, and by answering some questions, she means we are going to be answering some really weird questions. Well, I have one that's not super weird. Oh yeah, start 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 us off off normal and ease us in, Kiri. Yeah, so this individual asks, what do you do to come up with topic material and or what do you do to keep a series such as your statistical analysis of film reviews feel fresh for you for you both to record after several episodes. So I think this is asking like, how do we come up with our ideas and like, how do we not get bored? Hmm. The short answer is, I don't know. But also we have a spreadsheet with like the date of the episode roughly Mm -hmm. and like the number of the episode. And then we just like throw our ideas on there and we're probably never going to run out of ideas because in the information age, there is a constant stream of media and entertainment And there's always something new. So like we've got like 12 Marvel shows this year. Like Marvel has put out so much just in 2021. Star Wars is putting out a bunch of stuff now. So like we'll be here until Star Wars 27. (gasps) Trilogy cubed. (gasps) Whoa. Wow. So yeah, that's that's the long answer. Also, we're just hilarious. (laughs) We have good rapport with each other and a good sense of humor. So that keeps things fresh and and new and the fact that you guys are still listening shows that we're not getting stuck in a rhythm or or getting boring yeah also if you're more interested in like the creative process of our podcast not to self-promote but we have an episode from a while back it's called podcasting a while back a while back we present to a podcasting class how we got started and this is only like 20 episodes in yeah so we yeah we had like just gotten started we talk a little bit more about the ways that we come up with and then organize our ideas in that podcasting class oh yeah that's important the ideas are more flexible I think now than they used to be because it used to be like we'd be like okay this week we're talking about the news whereas now we'll be like we'll have a topic for a week but if things come up 
and we like want to adjust the topic or we have a more timely idea that we want to do and push that topic to later like like talking about uh female representation in superhero movies for 10 minutes like we did for the last episode yeah <laughs> even though it was supposed to be about pixar uh Anyway. Yeah, I got some hilarious questions in my Instagram box. By the way, brief plug for our Instagrams, too. If you want to ask questions in our next Q&A episode, follow us at RachelHNH or at Curie underscore Jones so that you, too, can ask the important questions, such as, Curie. Yes. Did the fly come first or the flying? The fly as in the bug? Yeah, like, did did the house fly come first? Or did the concept of flying come first? Hmm. This is a great question. These are the questions that really keep me up late at night. Interesting. What came first, the fly or the flying? Interesting, interesting. Uh, I think the fly was named after flying, but flying was also the term used for creatures like flies and birds and others that that fly. Precisely. So someone just got bored naming insects and was like, fly. So someone got super unoriginal, <laughs> like they were sitting there, they had to come up with a name for every bug. And then they finally, the house fly was like the last one. And they like, they like finished their master list of bug names. And they were like, thank goodness, God is going to be so stoked about these name ideas. And they like email it off to God. <laughs> and then they look up in the corner of their house and realize that there's a house fly buzzing in the window. And they're like, crap, I forgot one. Um, it's flying in my house uh god that one's a house fly copyright me all right um uh, on the topic of <laughs> of animals what sounds do walruses make i don't know if i've ever heard a walrus make a sound we, we may have to look this up let's see because the only Wal- sound that's coming to mind is like the the seal noise like the yeah yeah no that's terrifying (laughs) that's like oh my goodness that's a roar yeah that's not a walrus that's a wall roar so that's what that's the sound that walruses make i have a another question uh from some guy named ben tyson some guy yeah he is asking for the ranks of star wars movies and i think he means uh shoot i think he's talking about our ranking by ratings system and of course, I made a chart for Star Wars, but we, we do not have time to get into our opinions about every single one of these movies, but we're, we can just like quickly go through these. Yeah, hit us with the rankings. How about I say the ranking and then we each give a one sentence opinion. I'm in. Okay. There are 12 Star Wars movies and these are just the canon Star Wars movies. So the 70s holiday special, that's not in here. Those weird Ewok movies, those aren't in here. So these are just the 12 real canon movies. Seven pre-Disney and five with Disney. They've got a franchise average of 72.96%, which is kind of passable because these movies have some mixed reviews (laughs) when you put them all together. I was going to say. All right. In 12th place, the Clone Wars movie. It was... A mediocre season one Clone Wars story arc, which in the grand scheme of Star Wars, the Clone Wars show quality is not that great, which is why it has such a low rating. Yeah, I didn't like it. It has a total average ranking or average (laughs) rating of 44%. Ooh! (laughs) 
Even worse than I was expecting. In 11th place, The Phantom Menace. This is another one of those things where there were just sky high expectations and it wasn't exactly what everyone wanted. And so everyone was really Mm -hmm. disappointed. But that is not fair because The Phantom Menace was groundbreaking in terms of visual effects. CGI introduced the first CGI character. That was more than a sentence. It's not as it gave it gave a lot of great world building with the politics, even though people don't like that. But that's that's what it was there for. Uh, What's your opinion one sentence that was a very long run-on sentence i loved the phantom menace okay it has a rating of 60 percent. oh come on in 10th place attack of the clones i understand it i get it this is the mostly because of the love story because it was written by george lucas the man who told carrie fisher that she couldn't wear a bra because there's no underwear in space and then he put her in a metal bikini and tied her to a slug <laughs> so of course that didn't work out very well <laughs> Um, (laughs) so of course the love story he wrote didn't go over very well but uh according to people who saw this movie in the theater when it first came out something that never occurred to me the two big moments in this movie were seeing the clones for the first time and being like oh those are stormtroopers and yoda whipping out his little lightsaber and fighting dooku like the theater went crazy for that my sentences are very long are they even sentences anyway What's your opinion? Great movie. Hated the romantic storyline. <laughs> uh, and they, yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll talk about it whenever we have our next Star Wars focused episode, which I'm sure will happen soon. So Attack the Clones has a rating of 62.75%. In ninth place, Rise of Skywalker. It was a decent end to the trilogy. It was not a good end to the saga as a whole. There are things I liked about it and things I did not like about it. Yeah, retweet. All right, this has a rating of 66.75%. I think you and I agree a lot about that movie. Yeah. Uh, In eighth place, Solo. I only saw this one once in the theater, and I remember liking it. Like, the the Han and Chewie origin story is great, and uh, Donald Glover. (laughs) Amen. You're on a roll tonight. Kiri is hilarious, everyone. What's your... Okay, this... I'm going to get some heat for this. I loved the Solo movie. That's not wrong. I might have liked Solo more than I liked any of the Disney trilogy. Hmm. Okay. So it's kind of a a very unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people did not like it. But what was it ranked? Or what rated? Well, it was ranked eighth place, but the the rating, average rating... The whoa, the average rating is 68%. Eh. In seventh place, so we're getting uh, right towards the middle here, The Last Jedi. I liked this one. D- there were things that I didn't like, but there were also things that I liked. I haven't thought about this one in a while, but I have seen it a few times. So weird chemistry between Rey and Kylo Ren, but it worked out. So I'm glad I actually did kind of dig it. Anything else? I'm trying to think of how to condense any of my opinions into a sentence. I like Daisy Ridley. Yeah. That that's that's my opinion about The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and it also gave us Kelly Marie Trant. That's true. Who is a national treasure. The Last Jedi has a score of 68.25%. In sixth place, Revenge of the Sith, it is equal parts ridiculous and extremely heartbreaking. 
Oh, so true. Yeah, especially once you watch The Clone Wars, because the I don't know if I would like this movie quite as much if The Clone Wars didn't exist, because The Clone Wars gave so much context to this movie. And it just makes it even worse and even sadder, which is great. It does. It does. <laughs> it's great for what they were t- trying to go for with this movie. Right. I. Uh, this movie kills me. Like I think if it was a standalone movie, I would hate it just because it's so overwhelmingly dominated by such a sad storyline. But I think as a movie, it was. It was like as a movie within the context of the series. I thought it was a great next step in the plot line. Yes, it it ties all the pieces together. Not to mention, sorry, this is another sentence. Natalie Portman's performance in that movie was amazing. Oh, it's so great. She was incredible. I mean, she doesn't look pregnant with twins because this was directed by George Lucas. But other than that, yeah, she did great. Again, we stand Natalie Portman in this house. In fifth place, Rogue One. I liked Rogue One. I think it's probably my favorite of the Disney released movies. The chemistry between Jin and Cassian was just great. So good. I liked that it went straight into A New Hope. Like it takes place right before. I I thought that was really cool. I just imagine Princess Leia giving Vader the finger as she uh, flies away (laughs) because there's no way he didn't know that was her. Anyway, what's your opinion? (laughs) I thought it was a great movie. I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but the first time I saw Rogue One in theaters, oh yes, the movie ended, and spoiler alert, <laughs> the movie ended, and I just sat in my chair in the theater for like 10 minutes, and I was like, wait, that's it? That's the end? They die? I was not well, but it was a great movie. Rogue One has a rating of 81.5%. As it should. In fourth place, The Force Awakens. I was excited for this one again this is another one there were high expectations and it was it was good like it wasn't bad it was it followed a very similar formula as a new hope Mm -hmm. like i'm sure you've seen those memes comparing like okay old mentor dies uh giant planet killing space station boom exploded orphan nobody child picked up from the a desert planet and she's force sensitive he or she is force sensitive that kind of thing. So that that's why it works, because it was a formula that worked before. But I liked it. It's very... The, the sequels are very visually beautiful. Uh, they are probably the most beautiful movies out of all of them, because of that modern technology. True. That was more than one sentence. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It was one I was really, really excited for, and I was not disappointed by. Yeah. Force Awakens has a rating of 83.5%. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, backing up. That's a little higher of a rating than I would have expected just because people get so into the weeds criticizing all the Disney produced Star Wars movies. Yeah. So top three are exactly what you think they are. Third place, Return of the Jedi. This this was a good close to the saga because that was the original close to the saga. It brings all the pieces together. It, it brings the Skywalker family together. And I have I have thoughts about about that and what Leia could have done in this movie, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really what she could have done in the sequels because this movie set up so much for her in the future. Anyway, that was, again, more than one sentence. What's your opinion? I love this movie. It's a classic. I will never not love it. Nice little redemption arc. Uh, Return of the Jedi has a rating of 85.5%. 
in second place, A New Hope, the one that started it all. I did watch these in release order. So this was my first exposure to Star Wars when I was like six. So it has that place in my heart. It also, never mind. (laughs) You're as bad at the one sentence opinion. Yeah. Which is funny because I feel like... We would expect me to be the one with five sentences of opinions and Kiri to be the one who's able to wrap it up nicely, but... This is actually the movie that brings the Skywalker family together because I think the the only time all three of them are in the same place at the same time is when they are running back to the Millennium Falcon and Vader sees them and he like starts walking towards them and the door closes. What could have happened then? Anyway, (laughs) what's your opinion? Also a great movie that I will never not love, partially because I'm... I have nostalgic value associated with it, and partially because it's a great movie. Mm -hmm. A classic, truly. Uh, A New Hope has a score of 90%. Wow. Number one is Empire Strikes Back. Again, a classic. It really blew people away when it first came out. It was not a repeat of the first movie. It really built upon the first movie. It it expanded the story. And the reason it worked so well is because George Lucas actually, here I go, uh, George Lucas actually wrote the original trilogy all at once and then split it into three because he was like, man, this would make way too long of a movie if I want to do everything that I want to do. So he made three movies and that's why we have a trilogy. And it was awesome. It was. And that's why it's all connected really well because he did the same thing for the prequels as well. And the sequels were written one at a time instead of all as one story. Yeah. As much as we like to trash on George Lucas. Yeah. He really was like. He was he was a visionary. He was an amazing visionary for his time when he yeah. came up with this idea. Like, yeah, it was truly like nothing of its kind had really ever like been done before on the big screen. You know ever. what I mean? Ever. So The Empire Strikes Back has a rating of 91.25%, and that is the Star Wars movie ratings ranking. Incredible. That was a long one. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Visions, yay or nay? Have you watched it? I actually haven't seen Star Wars Visions. Okay, I've watched the first couple episodes, and I, I liked it. Some of it is a little bit cheesy. So each episode is created by a different studio. So each one is a different style, which is really cool. But I, I don't watch a lot of anime, so it takes some getting used to mm-hmm. as I watch it. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of slowly making my way through it because the anime style isn't really my thing. But anime fits so well with Star Wars because George Lucas, again, took a lot of inspiration from Japanese culture. Like the Jedi are based on samurai and they're... Queen Amidala's outfits are based on those, uh, what are they called? Geisha? Geisha? Geisha, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So you see a lot of that inspiration there. So it, it just, it works so well to see this anime style mixed with Star Wars. So I'd say if you're into, if you're into anime and Star Wars, you'll probably love it. Uh, if you're into Star Wars, you'll probably like it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Star Wars. It's, it's not really my style but it is enjoyable and interesting right yeah the the concept of it seems really interesting but there is currently so much on my watch list that things like star wars visions have been landing pretty close to the bottom just because i'm like trying to keep up with everything yeah um speaking of cinematic universes that we love uh-huh. someone else asked us a tough question which is sebastian stan or tom holland Tom Holland is a little more age appropriate, I will say, but uh, he's with Zendaya and I'm not going to fight that. Yeah, that's true. The- <laughs> I have way too much respect for her. Hmm. 
Just like it. Wait, 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 wait. Sebastian or Sebastian Stan or Tom Holland in what context, though? Like what? Just Sebastian. Just in general. Tom Holland. Just in general. Which is your favorite? Hmm. Like if we're talking between the two of them, which one is my favorite? I would say Tom Holland. Fair. Just like in general. Yeah. I think Tom Holland as a person is a hoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is Sebastian Stan, though. He's just like a little weird. Just just a little. I was going to say Sebastian Stan has like more sarcastic humor, which I also love. I don't know. I really like both of them, which is tough. But I think I am enough of a sucker for the character of the Winter Soldier that I might have to lean towards Sebastian Stan on this question. Uh, yes. Get yourself a, a brainwashed emo killer. Love me a, a brainwashed emo 80-something-year-old man. <laughs> okay. I have a question... What is the thing that really makes an outfit? Ooh, I have an answer, which is it's always the freaking sneakers. Oh, yes. Always got to have your freaking sneakers and your red plaid shirt. That's a look. Don't forget pants, though. (laughs) That's what makes an outfit. (laughs) Who has the more impressive sinuses? We both have some impressive. I actually have a great answer to this one. Oh, no. I only have one sinus, so you automatically win this question because you oh. have two and I have one. Well, maybe not necessarily, but is your one sinus more impressive than either one of mine? Well, considering that my one sinus is a part of me, I think it's just automatically more impressive than everyone else. <laughs> just kidding. Well, mine just works around the clock all the time. It wakes me up every morning. I know it's there, you know. Stuffy nose. Your sinus does? Ew. (laughs) Just stuffy noses, you know? Comes from the sinuses. (laughs) No, I wake up every morning to the alarm clock that goes off in my sinus. (laughs) (laughs) Like every every single morning, stuffy nose. I I don't know if I was ever meant to live with another person when things like when I consider things like this. Every single morning, I wake up with a stuffy nose. If I wake up in the middle of the night, boom, stuffy nose. And it's like horrible. Uh, And it's even worse when I wake up. Does it go away throughout the morning? Well, yeah, I just need to blow my nose like once, maybe twice. And then I'm good for the rest of the day. Like, that's it. Ew. Actually, not the rest of the day, because in the shower, you know, the steam kind of loosens everything up. So I just got (laughs) to just let. Oh, no. It's a great way to just clean it out and it just goes down the drain. Listeners, I wish you could see the series of (laughs) horrified expressions (laughs) that just came across my face. (laughs) That's awful. So my sinuses can do so much. (laughs) I think Kiri just won that question. Kiri's Kiri's sinuses are more impressive. They are more impressively horrific. Who's the better better villain origin story, Bob or Larry? Who? What? I love this question. I don't understand it. So, for those of you who haven't caught on, we're we're talking in the context of popular Veggie Tales hosts, Bob the Tomato and Larry the Cucumber. And this person asked the question: Who has a better villain origin story, Bob or Larry? Here's the thing. They're not villains. I'm going to say that it's Bob 
Because if Bob ever becomes a villain, it'll be because he constantly felt overworked or... Yeah, he, he's always like stressed out all the time. It'll be because he always felt overworked and underappreciated yeah. on the VeggieTales show because Larry was always off goofing off in some spandex suit. Yeah, and he almost always got the lead roles too. Larry, that is. Yeah. And Bob was always the sidekick. Even though it's Bob and Larry, not Larry and Bob. Yeah, no one says Larry and Bob. No. Like, that would be ridiculous. It's Bob and Larry. Favorite Taylor Swift song? Man. I like all the ones that no one else likes. That's fair. I, first of all, think that Red was her best album she's ever put out. So I just made myself a lot of enemies very quickly with that sentence. Yeah, whatever. My favorite song is definitively the classic banger, I knew you were trouble. That's a good one. That's a good one. I do like that one. Uh, but I also like ready for it. Oh. I know. That's Jerry, what I said. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I like that that music that just goes hard for no reason. <laughs> Kiri's like driving to the library at 7 a.m. on a weekday. Blasting yeah. <laughs> ready for it by Taylor Swift. But at the same time, I also like it's nice to have a friend from the Lover album, which is like much more minimalistic and like light and everything yeah i knew you were trouble it's a good one always of course i will say cardigan oh yeah yeah i like that so beautiful yeah i love that song by her exile as well also have you ever seen the cardigan music video Uh, no but it looks kind of weird it's beautiful no you should watch it it's like like i like music videos all right but i've never seen a music video as visually compelling as the cardigan video. And I think I just liked it because she like climbed into a piano and I really liked the idea that a person could do that. See, that just sounds a little too artsy fartsy for me. No, I loved it. It's so aggressively cinematic and I was living for it. Okay, thank you for your questions. They were all- Very entertaining. Well, most of them were very entertaining. If we didn't answer your question, do better. Uh, anyway. No, if we didn't answer your question, it's because we have limited time. But we appreciated everyone who asked questions. And we hope that our blind reactions to them were to your satisfaction. So we're going to play a game to see how well we know each other. Two truths and a lie. Uh, we're going to do this in four rounds if we have time. In four different uh, categories. Oh, yeah. The categories are childhood, school, jobs and love life (laughs) so i have numbered all of these so like childhood is one two school three jobs four love life and i have a random number generator pulled up for one to four so that fate will decide which one we do first okay are you ready i am ready okay first up is one so childhood yes you want to go first or you want me to go first uh you go first We, we, we both had abnormal childhoods i think i was homeschooled and you grew up everywhere, so... We both had extremely weird childhoods. <laughs> All right, are you ready? <clears throat> I did ballet for two years. I fractured my wrist falling out of a chair at a restaurant. <laughs> I have been bitten by a zebra. Oh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I literally... The amount of not chill I have right now is unreasonable it's perfect oh my gosh okay tell me about the chair incident i want to (laughs) know so i have recurring wrist issues and i i think i can trace it all back to whenever this happened i was like eight or nine we were at el chico with some friends from church and i just remember 
wrestling with a friend or whatever and falling out of the chair, landing on my wrist. And it just hurt for several days afterwards. So I had to wear a brace and sometimes it still acts up every once in a while. So I like I keep a brace in my backpack and one at home. So like if I if I push or pull on my wrist weird, it'll start hurting. So fun fact about me. Do you need me to say them again? Yeah, I do. I did ballet for two years. I sprained my wrist falling out of a chair at a restaurant, and I have been bitten by a zebra. Oh my gosh. I have to do it in the voice every time so you know I'm not but you're so you can't tell. I think the first one is a lie. The wrist is a lie. Really? Yeah, I do. Because I, you, you do have recurring wrist issues, which is why I believed you. Exactly. I didn't fracture my wrist, but that is how I hurt my wrist badly enough that it still has issues. So I may have just sprained it, but I didn't fracture it or anything. But yes, I did do ballet for two years and I was like six or seven. And just because I did it doesn't mean I was any good at it. And the zebra was on one of those like drive through safaris where you feed the animals. And I just had my hand with some food in it, like sticking out the window and I wasn't looking and my hand was in a zebra's mouth. I, I guess they had like had their teeth de-sharpened. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I didn't feel like a bite or anything. It just felt like just felt gooey all up my hand. And I was like, <laughs> oh, gross. What are yours? Oh, nasty. <laughs> okay. I picked fairly mundane things. Just because the rest of my childhood was so buck wild that I feel like we got to stick to the basics here. Okay. I had bangs for my entire childhood. I broke three bones and got two sets of stitches all before the age of 10. And I've never had a pet. Hmm. Feel free to ask follow-up questions. What were the what, what were the instances of these breaks and stitches? I... Had a buck wild childhood, <laughs> meaning that I did a lot of like hiking and climbing and stuff as a kid. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and so the stitches were that I cracked my head open on a playground when I was six. Cool. And I had to get a lot of stitches in my forehead, and I still have this like huge nasty scar and everything. Oh, it's like right here. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, that's what that is. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when I was eight, I was climbing a 14er with my dad in Colorado, and I jumped off a rock and split my knee open like a mile and a half from the top. And so I summited with blood pouring down my leg. Awesome. Yes. So what about the bangs? You had bangs your whole childhood. When did your childhood end? When you cut the bangs? Or well, when you the whole point of bangs out? is that you cut them. I, so, I got like, that backwards. Like when you grew them out? <laughs> I think I finally grew them out when I was, like, in middle school. So, like, 13. Okay, because I was thinking. I had, like, the aggressive middle bangs, and then I grew them out to side bangs, and then I grew them out, grew them out by the time I got to the end of middle school. Okay. I'm going to say the lie is the bangs. False. Man. I had bangs for my entire childhood. Wow. And I have never had a pet. Which one was the lie? Oh, the stitches. I have and never broken a bone. Okay. But I have had two massive sets of stitches. That's true. You didn't ha you didn't I thought it was weird that you didn't give any bone breakage stories. Yep. So, hmm. Should have suspected something. Okay, what next? Three. So uh jobs. Ooh. Are you ready? No. Go for it. I was secretly a TA for a public school teacher for many years. I worked for a library during high school for like two years as a front desk worker. 
I was rejected an online transcriptionist job four times. Wow. I'm not going to lie to you. I believe every single one of those. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Um, what was the first one again? I was secretly a TA for a public school teacher for many years. See, I believe that you would be. I just don't believe it's true. So I'm, I'm going to say that one's the lie. The lie was that I worked for a library. I only volunteered. That is sneaky. Because <laughs> I knew you used to volunteer at a library. <laughs> Ugh, wow. But yeah, we had a, a family friend who was a, a teacher, like second, first grade, kindergarten, that, that, that age range. And whenever we went to their house, she always had like a huge stack of work that needed to be graded. And she would be like, you want to grade? And I, I, I loved doing that kind of stuff. I only screwed up like a couple of times that I remember. <laughs> but because it was a public school, we kept it on the down low because it wasn't official. But dang, I got the, the grunt work done. How scandalous. Yeah. The homeschooler working for a public school. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get paid, but. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> what about you? Okay. I can't eat key lime pie to this day because of my job as a dishwasher. I once got asked to stop dyeing my hair by one of my coworkers. And my first job was as a newspaper delivery person. Hmm. What were you doing during the hair dyeing one? What was your job? I was a church intern. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see. But did you dye your hair? Because the only time I know of that you dyed your hair is when you did the blue. Oh, I used to dye my hair a lot. I, I've dyed it a lot of very strange colors. Hmm. In high school, I used to dye the ends red all the time. And then in early college, I dyed my hair pink a couple of times. You did? Yeah. Oh. It was like rose goldy. So I wasn't like paying attention at that time, but. Um, and put bleach in it every summer too, to continue the farce that I am a light blonde. Uh, okay. I'm going to say that one is the lie. Dying the hair. The hair dye? Yeah. The lie is actually the newspaper one. I... Wasn't I've sure. never delivered newspapers in my life. Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe, maybe, but okay. Two and four are next. It's okay, four, love life. Oh, gosh. Okay. What What do we actually know about each other's love lives? Because... Actually, not a lot. It really doesn't come up a lot in our friendship. <laughs> it does. It does not. And it has nothing to do with you. I genuinely do not talk about it much. You, I know of three guys that you've dated, the, the current one. The one before that, and the one before that, which is like your freshman year, right? Yeah. It's the one you hit with your car. <laughs> and the <laughs> you cannot just say that out of context. <laughs> he was in my chemistry class that semester, and one day he just showed up with bandages all over him, and everyone was like, what happened? Uh... <laughs> so, do, do you want me to tell the story as I remember him telling it? <laughs> And you can fill in the gaps. I want you to tell the story and then I'm going to correct you. <laughs> so exterior parking lot day. I don't know, maybe. But he said he was sitting on the hood of your car and you got in and started moving and then you moved a little faster and he fell off and you kept going. <laughs> but, <laughs> and he, he was more beat up by the parking lot itself than your car. But that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, so what happened was, um, <laughs> I can't believe this is a story I'm ever letting onto this podcast. I can cut it if you want me to. Because this story is crazy. So I had been driving down a parking lot and I had stopped like 
literally in the middle of the parking lot. So like in the middle of driving down one of the aisles to talk to a friend out the window. And while I'm talking to this friend, the guy in question walks by and he sees that I'm like in the process of like driving down the parking lot and decides to jump on the hood of my car. And so I was like, get off my car. Like I'm, I'm going to leave now. And he was like, no, no, like I'm, I'm here. I'm gone. You can't move. And I was like, all right, bet. And so in, in the stupid freshman move, I started moving in the vehicle with him on the hood, which was an objectively bad decision. But Thanks for a great story though. Contrary to popular belief, I did not go very fast. <laughs> yeah, I had been going not fast, but then when I hit the brakes, he fell off the front of the car and onto the parking lot. Oh, yeah. But I didn't hit him with the car. <laughs> he hit himself with the parking lot after falling off of my car. Okay, so let's get back to what we were doing. That would have been a great thing to put in the in in the thing. I know you just stole like one of my best truths for this round. I'm sorry. It's well, I would have it would, I would have known anyway, so. Um <clears throat> I never dated anyone in college. A boy I liked got a Pinterest account just so we could DM each other. And I <laughs> I once gave a boy my number in Roman numerals. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so I wasn't allowed to have boys' numbers as a teenager, and I get it, and I got it then. I, like I understood why then, but still it was frustrating. So those last two, those last two were the same guy, by the way. <laughs> so that's that's the context for that. Dang, I'm actually going to say the last one is a lie. Incorrect. The uh, Pinterest DMs was a lie. Really? Actually. So he did get a Pinterest account, but it wasn't just so we could talk to each other. It was he got it for a class. He needed it for some art class. And we saw an opportunity. So all we did was like send each other cat memes. That's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. Your turn. How spicy can you make it? I'm going to have a lot of trouble saying these with a straight face. I'm ready. Because all of them are objectively ridiculous. I'm so ready. Okay. (laughs) One time my first date with a guy happened in a Waffle House at 1 a.m., Genuine first date. I once made a secret Instagram account just so I could follow my crush on Instagram while being low-key. And finally, perhaps my crowning achievement, I once dated two brothers. Not at the same time. Ah. But I did date them. Yeah. Hmm. See, the Waffle House one, I can see that happening because I know a lot of people from our school go there for random like casual dates, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go with the, the Instagram account one. Say that's fake. False. I have not dated a set of brothers. Oh, okay. Last one. School related things. Oh, yeah. For my physical education credit in high school, I took ballroom dancing. Oh, my Lord. While studying abroad in Northern Ireland, I stole a cobblestone from a fancy mansion garden and... I once stole a loaf of communion bread from chapel. Holy cow. You're going to have to roll all of those by me one more time. (laughs) (laughs) For my PE credit in high school, I took ballroom dancing. Okay. I stole a cobblestone from a fancy mansion in Ireland. And I stole a loaf of communion bread. You definitely did not take ballroom dancing. The lie is that I stole a loaf of communion bread. Really? Yeah. Because I've stolen a loaf of communion bread. I plotted it. I... It was it was a, a senior year bucket list thing, but I never actually did it because COVID hit. And that that communion bread, 
freaking smacked. So it's so good. That's why I've stolen it before. Oh, you have? Yes. That I literally because they get a lot of loaves, and so I just took one of the ones that hadn't been like broken and touched by a billion humans yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like I was kind of planning, okay, do I like stand at the end of the line and wait until everybody else has gone through and then pick one that hasn't been touched or, you know, so I plotted it, but it never actually happened. I did take ballroom dancing. I kind of remember how to like salsa, swing, waltz, um, mostly because our school did regular salsa dances and swing dances. Mm -hmm. So that would bring it back a little bit, but it's been a minute. And again, just because I did it doesn't mean I was any good at it. So fair enough. There's that. I have to like be extremely focused on my feet. So like there's no enjoyment in it for me. It's just, it's all in the head. It's like, okay, foot goes this way, this way, this way. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) Okay, number one. I once pulled three consecutive all-nighters to work on assignments and projects. Number two. I once failed Spanish one and then had to retake it on the DL to replace the grade with a higher score. And number three. I took gym class online in high school. (laughs) So the online one is true. I know you've talked about doing that. Let's see. I can see you trying to take Spanish on the DL. I can also see you pulling three all-nighters in a row, but I think three would be a bit much for you. I think you would collapse by night two. So I'm going to say that first one is a lie. The all-nighters? Yeah. Um, The lie is actually Spanish one. Oh. I've never taken Spanish. Did did either of us get any of those right? I don't think (laughs) so. Because I think think we got all of them wrong. So, yeah. But these are things that we haven't talked about. So that's where it gets fun. I guess this is less a how much do we know each other and more of a getting to know each other thing. Indeed. All right. That was a fun episode. Let's conclude. Good plan. Thank you for listening to the post-production podcast today. I hope you enjoyed us answering your questions and playing little games. If you want to listen to us talk about things that are much more related to media production, check out literally any of our other episodes. Well, most of them. True that. Here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Also, be sure to hit that follow button while you're at it. And as Rachel said earlier, you can follow us each on Instagram at Kiri underscore Jones at Rachel H and H. I almost said Kiri H and H. That's not right. Yeah, no. In the meantime, before next week's episode, if you get bored and want more content from us, make sure to check out our website at postprodpod.com and or our TikTok at postproductionpod. We post on it sometimes. Yes, we infrequently post on both our website and our TikTok, so if you want some infrequent content, that's the place for you. Make sure to check us out there. In the meantime, this has been the Production Podcast. I just changed keys. Goodbye. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet 
BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports, now in more markets than ever. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500.